Hey, good people. Welcome to the latest episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneur's Legal Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Ann Taylor, and I'm the owner of the law office of Stacey Ann Taylor, LLC, here in Atlanta, Georgia. My law firm specializes in various business law services, including business formation services, contract drafting services, and trademark registration services. My good people, today is Thursday, June 10th, and it's 5.21 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And I am so happy to be back here with you all recording this podcast. Um, Well, I took last week off, I should mention, because last week was my birthday. Um, I had a wonderful birthday last week, birthday celebration. I had a great day. I got to do some fun stuff, had a nice dinner. And uh, yeah, it was it was really, really nice and all is well. I hope that all is well with each and every single one of you. As always, I definitely appreciate you listening and I hope that you'll get something uh, meaningful, something useful out of today's episode. So let's begin. Today's episode is number 40 and it's called Hold- Holding Companies and DBAs. I wanted to talk about, talk briefly about this topic because I, um, I've noticed that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially serial entrepreneurs, have kind of an obsession with DBAs. Um, If you don't know what a DBA is, it just simply means doing business as. It's also known as a trade name in some states. And it's basically, um, let's say, for example, you have an LLC. Let's say that you own a bakery. So let's say that I own Stacy's Bakery, LLC. And now let's say that I want to open up a, um, a store that sells stationery, okay? Paper and wrapping paper and notebooks and all that kind of stuff, okay? Uh, let's say I want to open up a stationery store. Now, theoretically, because I have an LLC for my bakery and my, my LLC would, especially in the state of Georgia, would likely be registered as uh, for any legal purpose, Theoretically, I could just open up the stationery store um, under a trade name, right? And basically have the stationery store be underneath the LLC as well. Um, Even though that is legally permissible, I would not advise my client, uh, any of my clients to do something like that. And the main reason is the entire purpose of having a legal entity like an LLC is the main purpose of it, at least, is to provide... Uh, liability protection for your personal assets, okay? If someone sues the business, if someone sues the bakery, um, basically they can only go after the the business assets of the bakery. They can't go after my house or my personal car or my personal bank accounts, that kind of thing, okay? If you have a an LLC and then put a DBA, a se- essentially a separate business underneath the LLC as well, um, what can happen is that if someone sues the bakery, they can go after the business assets of the stationery store because the stationery store is not, it's not, it's not in its own LLC. It doesn't have its own legal business entity. Um, a trade name or a DBA doing business as is not a legal business entity. It's another name for, essentially it's another operating name for a business. Um, and so I've noticed that people ha- kind of have this weird fixation especially serial entrepreneurs on DBAs. Just be really careful with DBAs. There may be an appropriate use for a DBA, especially if let's say you have an LLC um, 
for a bakery again, Stacy's Bakery LLC. And now let's say I want to create a separate, a distinctly separate company that, uh, let's say, does, uh, you know, some sort of restaurant-related service. Let's say, okay, so the, the LLC is a bakery. Let's say that the uh, second company is a uh, food delivery service. Now, they're both basically in food, right? They're both basically in the same industry. Um, theoretically, it may be okay. Um, it may be okay to consider it if there is a close nexus between the different businesses, but still there's the same issue, which is you're exposing the other, if someone sues you because of one business, you know, something happened to a customer or a client, um, in one business and with one of your businesses, theoretically, again, if you just have a DBA for another business up under the same LLC, they can go after the, any of the assets that are under the LLC, including that DBA. So you just want to be careful. You don't want to expose yourself to, um, you know, you don't want to expose yourself to additional liability. Uh, that's really all I'm saying with, with the DBAs. Now let's talk about holding companies. So of course you can create a holding company structure. You could, you could have a corporation, a, a traditional corporation or an LLC be a holding company and then have the LLC or the corp essential. Let's, let's use an LLC because it's easier um, for probably for you all to understand. Let's say that you had an, I'll call it Stacy Ann Taylor holding company, LLC. Okay. You could, let's use the bakery um, example again in the stationery store. You could create an LLC for the bakery. So you have the main LLC that you created, the first one, that's the holding company. You could create an LLC, another LLC, a second LLC for the bakery, and a third LLC for the stationery store, okay? And what you would do is you would have the holding company be a member uh, of each of those LLCs. So the holding company would be a member, essentially the owner of the uh, bakery LLC and the stationery store LLC. And the reason for doing it like this would be if you wanted to streamline all of the administrative stuff that comes with running a business, like your taxes, like your bank records and things like that, there is a way to do that using a holding company. Um, but nonetheless, you're still going to have to keep obviously separate books for each of these businesses. But when it comes to uh, tax time, you may be able to just basically file one set of essentially file taxes for the holding company and not have to keep, you know, working with your accountant to file taxes for each of the businesses. It, it really just depends on how you set it up. But um, again, I understand why people, especially serial entrepreneurs, I understand why people love this idea of a holding company um, and love this idea of doing DBAs. Yes, it can, both of those scenarios can possibly work. I like the holding company idea better because at least with a holding company, like if you had one LLC that owned, you know, two other LLCs underneath it, at least each business is an LLC, right? So the, there's no concern about um, the assets of one business being accessible if someone were to sue the other business. Okay. So I just wanted to have this quick, brief uh, chat with you all about holding companies and DBAs. If you have any questions or concerns, or you're thinking of starting multiple businesses, um, definitely speak with a small business attorney in your local jurisdiction, in your state, in your city. Um, definitely speak with someone who can help you sort all of this out. Again, 
these scenarios, whether it's creating a holding company or whether it's creating a deep one or more DBAs, there may be occasions where they're actually appropriate, um, but you just have to be careful and you really should try to work with an attorney, a small business attorney to help you set things up correctly. So that's it, good people. That's it for today's episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Program. I'm so glad that you could join me and I look forward to chatting with you all again next week. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon. 